Wake up, wake up, wake up, fam bam. It's your girl Jess, Jess Be Real, and welcome back for another episode of Jess Be Real Podcast. Today we got the realest Jasmine Lucas of Constant Chatter. So let's get to chatting and let's get real. Alright, we got the realest Jasmine Lucas of Constant Chatter on here with the people, the good good girlfriend. Hey girls. The good good girlfriend, okay? The one who read you for filth. Then your mother too. Hey guys. Hey girls. <laughs> She'll read you for filth. Hey people. <laughs> so if y- y'all don't know the history, but Jazz is one of my good friends from college, from Delaware State University. Hey. So let the people know a little about yourself, Jazz. Or um, mother, as the people call you, because you serve them up. So it depends on what you want to know. Like Cause it's a lot about me. I can't this let, is what this bitch do all the time. She <laughs> got to make shit difficult. It's so no, it's always a riddle. Listen, 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 listen. All right, all right. I'm 29. Yes, last year in my 30s. Um, your last year, your 30s I or your am, 20s? Oh shit! <laughs> you ready to turn 30, bitch? <laughs> I really am. I'm ready to be like 40 in real life. Cause that's how I am now. Like 40, turn it. Being a mother will make you. 40 at 29. But yeah. But you a bad milk though, bitch. You a bad milk. Ow. Thank you, boo. <laughs> but no, this last year in my 20s, I am a college graduate of Delaware State University. I majored in mass communications and um, my concentration was public relations and advertising. Uh, I am a a potential entrepreneur. I am a new entrepreneur. This is just starting, so I have that. Yes, entrepreneur. Okay. <laughs> so um, I got that going on or whatever. Like that's just trying to like, first of all, figure out how to start. You know, from ground zero or whatever. So I have that, and then um, I work in housing. So I'm always, you know, doing that. I'm actually trying to make a career move with that now. So I got a lot of stuff going on at, on top of being somebody's mama, okay? Not just somebody's mama, two people's mama, okay? Two people's mama, okay? I done fucked up. Okay. A single mama at that. I done fucked up, okay? Because okay, if y'all would have seen this girl in college, <laughs> you'd be like, no. you have kids? <laughs> Bitch, you no, have kids? No, I, I never wanted kids. I never wanted kids. I never wanted kids. But God said, boop. I still don't want kids. And look, and God said, boop, and that's the fuck you so, thought. No, I was just talking to somebody today um, about that, that, like, my, um, I never wanted kids. Like, my, my vision for, like, life didn't involve kids. I didn't really see them. I used to, like, dream of one of my kids or, the, or whatever, but, like, I didn't want kids. But the bitch still want a girl, though. I don't care what she say. She want a girl. No. I don't want a girl. I'll tell you why. I will tell you why. But I never wanted kids. But I oh like they came at the right time. Like my son, my first, my first son or whatever. He came. I was wild. Okay, came home from school. Uh, wilding is an understatement because I've been around this bitch. I know wilding is understatement. It was given. It was given. Um, every night I had a lineup: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know where I was going, what I was doing, and. Somebody needed to pump the brakes, okay? And it wasn't going to be me. So God said, God said, here you go. Here you go. I'm going to give you a son. Okay. 
And, Boop, and then I'm gonna give you another I one. Knew I was having a son though. I don't. I don't make girls. That's because she can't probably deal with another little bitch to act like her. No. Miss Thing. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give you something. Tell you something. I don't want a girl because although I've matured from where I used to be as a person from back when you met me, I'm a totally different person or whatever, but I can go back to that person if somebody need me to. And we do not need that child getting locked up and hemmed up because that's what the hell's about to fucking happen. That bitch gonna be on the wall talking about somebody come get me. My mother's knocking the shit out of me. Yeah. But no, that's why that's why I don't have no girl because I'm not I'm not ready yet. Like God knows. That's what, why he gave you boys. So like yeah he God knows. So I always say I, I ain't gonna have no if I do have kids I'm not gonna have no girls. I'm gonna have boys because I'm too rough first of all. Secondly, I don't she the roughest the nigga you know. Girl. Okay, I don't got the mind for a girl right now, and so I knew he was only gonna give me boys. So every time I got pregnant, I already knew what I was having. My second son, I didn't find out what I was having until he came out, because I already knew what it was. Like, because I know my connection with God, He told me already. My girl, <laughs> I connection with God. No, for real. <laughs> I talked to him. Listen, my girl is gonna come um, after everything is like settled down, like. I was turned up then. I'm still a little, I could break the knob for you or whatever, but th- my girl is going to come when nothing can turn my I feel like that's going to be until like you 35, like when that's stuff is saying. settled. I was 35, about to say 36. That. I was about to say that because nothing would be able to turn my knob with my girl because it's just different. With little girls, you just got to, it's just different. You can't, you can't, you can't fuck it up. Okay. <laughs> Well, this is an episode called Millennial Moms, and we already kind of already jumped into the topic of okay. Millennial Moms. Clearly, y'all people already caught the tea. I told you y'all niggas gonna have this episode's gonna be nothing but comedy because this is our conversations, and me and this have a FaceTime on a regular. Like, it may be a little bit more explicit, but we're gonna try to keep it a little bit cute. Yeah, I'm gonna try to keep it cute with my. But um, we're gonna try to keep it I'm cute try for the people. For the, I mean, it's already labeled as explicit. It's called Just Be Real Podcast. Let's on air. Let's keep it real. So we don't got we we not worry about all that. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so we just out here. So you know, this is Jazz, aka Mother. <laughs> the people call her Mother. And if they don't, don't fucking call me. <laughs> but that's only because Jazz has this nurturing, loving, motherly spirit before she even had her own kids. That she was out here giving to the people at the Delaware State University. Speaking of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, Jarell or Johan? Jarell? Child. Jo- JoJo was sweet, but Jarell was woke. That little one's up now, so. Good luck with this, Jessica. <laughs> I mean, it's called Millennial Mom, so at this point, it'll just prove my point work. at this it's point. Gonna have to work. Okay, I mean, I, I expected it at this point. He tickles me. Not he tickles me. You're a fool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and jump right in. So we already jumped into the millennial moms. What is it like to be a millennial mom, especially right now in society? Because with all this shit going on in the world, you a mom of black boys. A millennial okay. mom in general is always downplayed anyway. Like, as if it's just, it's supposed to be just an easy thing. So, for me, like, being a mother in this day and age, like, before, 
I'm gonna give you a little bit before quarantine, okay? <laughs> it was fun. No, it was fun. Like it's all about like teaching them, being with them, nurturing them, and setting them free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's fun. Like I get to do stuff that I didn't do as a child. Like some of the stuff that I wasn't able to do as a child, like just because one, I wasn't introduced to it or two, I didn't want to do it or whatever. I get to do it with my kids or whatever. So it's like being a big ass kid again in that sense. Um, I ain't gonna lie to you. They get on my nerves. Okay. <laughs> they bad. The millennial, listen, these kids, they, I, uh, YouTube and their peers and their peers mamas and all that like they really soak up everything so they get on my nerves because they be talking they talk to me okay and, and they don't stop okay because once they started talking baby they don't stop okay <laughs> they got a word for the people no no for real they really do but no just watching them be i like i like being like a mom with like one but being a mom with two baby Two, you a little run for your money. Two under the age of ten at that. Okay, you see, you see me all fit, girl, because they giving me a run. Okay, let me tell y'all this. This bitch Jasmine, you would thought this bitch had a regimen. When I say this bitch got washboard abs, you'd be like, bitch, what the hell was you doing? And what I'm doing now? All the bitch do is eat. I swear, it's just Mm -hmm. the fact that she was breastfeeding. That's what it is. Breastfeeding was a guy that that stomach snatched to the gods. That's like that's another thing about being a millennial mom, right? So I just like I always wanted to like breastfeed if I did have kids. Once I got pregnant, giving oh breastfeed, I need to read up on breastfeeding. Um, being a millennial mom, like the mother, be- my mom, the generation before us, they was popping. Similar the baby mom. boomers. Like, yeah, they were giving us similar or whatever. I mean, some people probably did get breastfed or whatever, but it was majority like formula or whatever, and so. I just noticed that like a lot of my peers and a lot of the other mothers that I see like on Instagram or like um, out and about small children and stuff like that, like they starting to get into breastfeeding. I can appreciate that about being a millennial mom because my kids be healthy. One of them did have a, a little scale or whatever, but my kids be healthy, no ear infections, pink eyes, stuff like that, immune system's good, weight always correct. Cause they eating what I'm eating. I'm about to say, bitch. Cause if you eating what you eating is what they eating, so they not they not missing no meals. News, news. Okay. But no, that's a, one thing about Benita. I can appreciate that about the millennial moms. They like they like really getting back into breastfeeding. Like I'm like your breastfeeding guru. I was actually thinking about becoming like a a doula, a breastfeeding doula, cause I'm so good at it. Clearly, bitch. Cause your body looks like you fucking like you on you got the tea on the tailor, bitch. Okay. Hey, that uh, now, 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 now. Wait a minute, okay? I ain't there, but it is giving cute. <laughs> so aggravating, Whoa. aggravating, just aggravating. It is giving cute. Though. But how has your childhood from your kids been vastly different from like the '90s? Because you know we '90s kids, like we grew up in the '90s compared to the millennium childhood you had growing up. Like, how's it vastly changed? Um. It ain't safe. That's the first thing I think about. Like when I was a kid, no, no, for real. No, seriously, it's not. When I was a child, we um, we used to go outside like by ourselves. Bingo. 
Okay, and and I started partying when I was having up by myself for the apartment. I had to be like five or six Same. because Same. I had an older sister though or whatever, and she was outside. So it's given. We went outside by ourselves. We just gotta make sure we you know get back in the house. At a certain time before the street lights. Okay, on. that old saying before them street lights, child. But now they can't go outside. It's not giving that. Period. Cause you got outside. niggas out here trying to snatch kids up and, and looking here and put it on like, kids. And it was and it was happening then, but it it probably I don't know the statistics on it honestly, but I'm scared as hell, so I don't let my kids out of my sight, baby. Okay. But I feel <laughs> like back then for us it was more so of the village. Like if you was all at your neighbor's house, if you was with JoJo, JoJo mom looking out the window, JoJo mom know that y'all ass supposed to be in the house before the sunlight before the lights come out on the streets. So wherever you see all the bikes was, that's where everybody was at. That's where everybody at. Okay, that's how you find your friends. Okay. Oh, where, where, where Percy at? Oh, well, well, you see all the bikes in front of Miss Robinson house. Okay, so everybody at Miss Robinson house. All right, I'm going to the backyard. Period. But it was yeah. also different too because literally your community or your neighbors fed you. Like if you, if if Percy ate, that means she was feeding all the rest of y'all kids. If y'all was at, I'm going home to eat. Fuck that. We know your picky I mean, ass. If, <laughs> your picky ass is a different breed of breed. I'm gonna eat when I get home. I don't know. What's going on? But, like, normally it was, like, everybody looked out for each other. So, if, you know, somebody see something different. You know, if you got, if, some, if, if Percy mom caught you, your ass, she getting your ass beat, y- y'all all getting your ass beat because your mother gave permission. Like, period. That's just how it was. That's how your mama was. My mother, if you touch me, she going to beat your ass. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's given. If you can't discipline her, bring her ass home. Well, I never was a child that had disciplinary issues. I mean, technically, I never got caught. So that we're just gonna keep it like that. Okay. Uh, but it was more so like it was it, the point of the matter. It was like a village atmosphere. Like one hand wash the other. I'm looking out for you. You look no, out for me. I'm was. watching your kids. You watching my kids. Nowadays, motherfuckers ain't even watching their own damn kids. We were going over everybody's house or whatever. Like that was in the neighborhood, or we would play on our school playground or whatever. Now they can't do that. One. The, the people are snatching people's kids, and two, niggas don't know how to shoot. <laughs> I'm fucking weak. Not niggas don't they know how to shoot. They keep missing their targets. They hitting kids. They hitting women. Like it's just, it, it's not. Safe. There's no street like, rules no more. Like there's no street code. Yeah, it's not safe. So I can't. My kids can't go outside. Uh, uh, they let, they going inside a gated fence. I live in gated community. <laughs> they can go in their little backyard or whatever. That's all they get. Which one? They said no. This is our food. Our words. Our words. Our words. Yeah, and that's another thing about being a mother. It's no my. It's like getting into a marriage. It's no my. Is that bitch? You can't get a divorce. (laughs) Our words. Our words. Our words. Baby, well, we can get a separation when they get a little older. Oh, bitch, you're nowhere (laughs) near that time frame. Okay. Nowhere near, but. Okay. So how do you feel like the technological advancements that the kids have now? Like you said, YouTube. That's what I was about to say. YouTube. iPads. They got phones at like eight, seven, eight years old. How do you think we were able to survive without them and as opposed to if we were a part of this new generation? So we was able to survive without them because we were in the community. We were outside. We were having fun. Okay. That's how we were able to survive running around. <laughs> you know, being in the community, just all being together. Like, that's how people congregate. 
Now, they want to sit in their room and they want to put their headphones on and they going to talk over the PlayStation. They doing the same thing. They just not leaving out the house. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're good. It's a good and it's a bad to the technology. First off, the good thing is, is that they learn a lot. They're useful when you're like when you need them to um, learn something that you might not be able to like teach them, but y'all can go look it up together. Normally, like math. Show them it's tangible. Hello, hello <laughs> to the man. Why is my son? Why is my son? Why is he in uh, pre K four and he doing what? Are, what? Are, what is this? Is this pre calculus? I don't think so. I'm not doing this. What is this? Maybe you used to have the <laughs> blocks and shit. You have to count using the blocks, putting them together and shit. Yeah, to know. They don't, they, it's not, and they and they say don't use numbers, use quantities. Excuse me. You want me? To, what, what are you talking Bitch, about? I know sir? the old school way. Okay. You carry. You carry the one way. over the two. They talk about no, you gotta do it this way. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. That's that's not how but I thought. No. But it's a like so yeah, they help them in a lot of ways. Like they introduce them to stuff, they show them, you know, they're able to connect with their friends, especially in the pandemic. Like they've been so useful. They were able to go to school, they were able to talk to their friends. So they have their benefits. Now, a lot of these children are gonna be obese. Okay. That is the downside. <laughs> because <laughs> Cause they not, cause they're not active. They not going outside. They're not, you know, they don't want to. Even if your parent is introducing it to you and having you do something else, child, the first thing they gonna do when they get in the house again, mom, you got my iPad. Or on the on the way to the to the to the activity, can I take my iPad in the car? What you need to, I'm, and that's what I just feel like too. I'm like, like you said, it's a benefit because kids can still connect, like especially with this pandemic. If this was us and we were their age in the 90s, bitch, we still had dial-up. Mother was, our mothers was not fucking about to sit here and bitch would be on the phone all fucking day for eight hours or five hours of the fucking day running up her fucking phone bill to fucking talk to some damn teacher. Bitch, you just won't be going to school. Repeat the grade. Okay. <laughs> bitch, you better repeat the fucking grade because that's costing me coin. Okay. You better ask the teacher she got aim. Y'all better fucking instant message each other. No. AOL, you got mail. You got the little man running. With the dollar. So different, girl. And, and and I noticed another thing that technology that they got now, they ain't got no patience. Like, so you got like the technology, it got them used to everything moving so fast, so fast, so fast. They think I'm supposed to move as fast as the. What? Okay, let me just get you a plate. You need to calm down. Um, <laughs> this is her on a regular. This is really her on a regular. Like, just act like no, I'm just acting like technology. as if this is just me and her on FaceTime on a regular. This is what we go through regularly. No, cause he just he just won't rush me for my food. That's why I put him to sleep. Cause I knew we were gonna do this and I was this was gonna be my, my meal. This is the only time I'm gonna be able to eat. Okay. And now he just gonna rush me for my food. I wonder where he got that from. No, cause I be hungry. Okay, cause you be hangry. <laughs> but no, like the, the kids like they just want to rush everything because everything comes so fast on the YouTube, right? So one day, microwave generation. One day it was probably like, okay, yeah, everything get comes so fast. So like, one day I was, um, I mean, the uh, the storm or something. It was a storm, and girl, the internet went out for a second. Child, the people could not breathe. Well, what am I gonna do? You gonna calm down first off? <laughs> That's what you gonna do. You gonna calm down? That's the first thing. 
See what I'm talking about? Did you hear that? I hope the audio did not pick that up. Did you hear what you said? I did. I just got off the shower. (laughs) Okay. He said, you stink, mom. No, I don't. (laughs) And you don't just be walking out here. Girl, kids just be, oh my God. Kids say the darkest things. That's what I'm saying. Where did you find this from? YouTube? No, you just no. learned it. It's just innate in him because that's some slick shit you would say out your mouth. Oh, you stink. But I don't stink. I just got out the shower. I know. But he's just being a smart ass. <laughs> like you. Just like you. Nothing new. So how has life been? Because you do have two boys. How has life been being a single mom of two boys? How the fuck you know I'm a single mom? Who told you that? Bitch, bye. <laughs> Go away. I don't have time for you today. I'm not playing your games. Not today. Based upon the fact that my... My taxes say single, and this ring say. Uh, you know I mean, what? Uh, See, I told you this bitch talking riddles. She talks in riddles. So get your minds fucked up. She's Carmen San Diego. I have no ring on it. Technically, I am single. Okay. If you ask somebody else, they might say otherwise. Yeah, they might say something different. But, but no. my ring finger say I'm still single. Head of household. Okay. <laughs> That's what okay. is given. But no, um. Being a, uh, being a single mother, uh, yeah, sure. It's a task in itself, okay? There's being a mother, okay? And then there's being a single mother. <laughs> two different playing fields, baby. I feel like there's a third task for your ass, being a single mother of two boys, because it's not like you're raising two. girls. Um, Two boys. So, first off, I'm a single mom. I taught my first son how to pee standing up, so can't nobody tell me shit. That's because you think you a nigga in your mind. I feel like you was a nigga in your past life. You was a nigga in your past life. I actually do it, but I like told him how to pee standing up. Like, it's hard because some stuff, like, you don't know and you got to figure it out by, like, watching people that's around you, whatever may have you. But I just know what I want in, in, in them and what I want them to possess when I release them. Okay. Like the mother bird, free the world. No, for real. When I let them go, I, I know what I want them to have. So I just teach them what I'm gonna need somebody to approach me with. Like they're, I'm making a man, okay? Okay. And being a single mother and making not a no man, sucker niggas, staying sucker free. Okay. Period. But no, like being a single mother and, and like trying to raise a man is, is like hard because I'm I'm a girl. I'm like what the fuck? I'm, I might be hard. Even though she got nigga I, tendencies, don't I, let it I fool be you. Sitting down. Okay. She has nigga tendencies, but don't let it fool you. She's still a female. Maybe in her past life, I feel like I feel like in your past life you was a nigga. You, you in your past life. I just always had to be so hard. I don't know why. Bitch, if y'all was around in college, you would know exactly how hard this bitch was. I don't know. Well, she was harder than Cleo, and Cleo was a fucking lesbian and set it off. Bitch, please. Bitch, please. Okay. I ain't robbing Cleo no don't bags. got shit on her. I ain't robbing no banks. I'm the girlfriend of the house, honey. <laughs> Sitting there watching Cleo get her ass shot up. Okay. I ain't doing that. <laughs> She's a fool. But given that you do have two boys, I know it's probably like hard to find a balance. Like, even right now, you said that you had your time for you to just eat, take a shower, they was going to be down for a nap. How have you been able to find a balance having to maintain their lives and still not forget having your own self-care? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm just Period. Going flow, baby. Like, no, seriously, like, I know what time, I know they schedule. So, inside of this pandemic, the schedule has changed from their regular schedule. Being a single mother, 
before the pandemic meant that I did get that time to myself because I'm at work. I'm on my way to work. That's some time to myself. Lord Jesus, I used to be like, woo, when I dropped the kids off, boom, on my way to work. <laughs> so before the pandemic, you know, I got those car rides to myself or I got that one day a week where I went to go get my nails or my hair done or something like that. And that was what I needed for me. Barely had a babysitter. When I did have a babysitter or whatever, um, I would like go out and do stuff like that. Just make sure I take And make it clear for the people but, why you didn't really barely have a babysitter because Jasmine is very meticulous about who watches her kids. Yeah. Can't nobody watch my kids because first of all, I don't want to have to kill you. Like, and you got to know what, what you can and cannot do with my kids. It's just, it's just rules. And if you don't want to follow them, you can get the fuck on them. I ain't, I can't, listen, can't nobody watch my kids. It's only a select, have few people that can watch them. Okay. Including their daycare workers. <laughs> and there's that. Yeah. Um, but no, like before, before the pandemic, I used to get that time to myself, maybe like one day a week or something. I'll do something for me. But now I don't got no balance. I just let them kids do what they want till they get tired, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listen, I can't relate because I only have, look, I have kids I return to their owners. No. Oh, this ain't no dogs. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> not even I return to sender anytime. Oh, you sent them to me, I'm sending them back. No, they, um, in the pandemic though, I know what time they're going to go to sleep or what, like, what time they're going to wake up. So I base what I'm trying to do upon that that's why I was like let's do this at six o'clock because I know my son he usually takes a nap between one and three before pandemic but now it's given between more like four and six okay so if I get him down at a certain time he'll stay asleep until you know we're finished so I have to like just base my stuff around them because they're more important but I still need to do what I got to do for me. So when I need to work, I know I got to get up. Girl, I got to get up 5.30, 7.30, you know, so I can do some work, pay some bills. Because once they up, baby, it's up and it's up. I'm up with them. So, like, like what do you do? Because what do, what do you do for self-care, though, given that we're now in I lock myself in the bathroom and I hit a J. <laughs> 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 but that's the yeah. truth, though. Because if I that's call it. this bitch, this is what she doing. Girl, and they banging on the door, but I got like a tile under the door. I'm running shower water and shit. It's giving. Oh, you get you giving Del State vibs from back in the veil. Give it no seriously because, girl, if I don't calm down, you said it's up. They ass going up to the ceiling. <laughs> I don't get out my face. No ceilings or some uh, some wheezy. But no, you brought up a good point though. Like in the bathroom sometimes raising boys, especially in this pandemic, like. Do you feel it's going to be a change in time for them to like for them to be a part of history? Like, do you feel like they're going to be able to acclimate back to their normal or quote unquote what used to be their normal once this pandemic is over? Um, I think that eventually they will. I think that teachers are going to have a real hard time prying their children away from their parents doing drop offs. Um, I think that once they're inside of the classroom on a consistent basis and not this week on week off virtual type stuff like once like normal life resumes I think it's going to be a while before they like adjust back but it's it, it's going to take the parents and it's going to take the teachers to figure it out like I think everybody's going to go back to their normal life eventually and no time soon but eventually I think they'll be fine are you gonna be? Are you gonna be the parent that's gonna be sad when you have to drop your kids off? Or are you gonna be excited? Oh, bitch! It's giving. 
What time do the school open at? What time? Wait, 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 wait. What's the wait? What's the latest pickup? No, listen, no. Nah, I'm the mother that's walking in at six. Period. <laughs> <laughs> that's the latest. You say I gotta be here at six. Period. I'm coming at six. Okay. But no, um, I think they'll be fine. They'll just adjust. Okay. They will adjust because they're gonna figure it out. I don't know when this is going to be over, but whenever it is over, honey, they going they going back to school. If it's safe, well, my son's school is open now. Um, my little one, like they're they're open, but he's still home with me. It's not giving and go out. But once it's safe, and I feel like it's safe, not just because the people said it's safe. When I feel like it's safe, then I will send him back to school full speed ahead. I'm putting my shit in sport. Okay? <laughs> But I think the only the I think the only benefit of this though with this pandemic is that they get to be a part of history. Like they get to say through my childhood I survived X, Y, and Z. Like I know my grandmother used to tell me all the time, like she was born in nineteen twenty. That was around the the recession, you know, the the Great Depression. Like and her growing up, especially in the South, from sharecroppers who were former slaves, it was like big for her to be like, Yo, I survived the Great Depression, I survived racism, I survived Jim Crow, like so I feel like that's something that's probably gonna be a story that they'll be able to tell their children whenever you have grandchildren later, later, later down in the line. <laughs> I'm gonna be a lit ass grandmother. I know that though. Lord period. Jesus. Well, your mom lit, so period. She alright. Don't come for her when she ain't sent for you. Don't do it, cause your mom's she lit. Period. Right. She lit when she wanna be. I'm her ass on fat number. <laughs> you a hold. You know what? I'm over you. I she am over know. you. No, my, mother, my kids love their grandmother, though. One thing about it. They love their grandma. She got my nerves, child. You can't hear me? Oh, I can hear you. I'm just ignoring you. Uh, can, I, can I ask you something? What do you want? Oh. That was so sweet. Oh. Yeah, it's little shit like that that I like. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that, that's know? because okay, her oldest is pretty much her twin, so that's that's her that's her whole face on a on a little boy's body. Apparently. He don't got my attitude at all. He all touchy feely. He like yeah, because we know you don't like being touched. Hug. You're like the hug and all that. You, you don't like being touched, bitch. You don't like being touched. We know you don't like being like, touched. Not unless you my man. So what scares you the most that has you already fearing for your life for your sons as they get older with this whole George Floyd? Even when you comply, that type of shit, they not even caring. Like what I know as a black mom, that's a, that's one of your concerns that you probably least think about, but it always runs through your mind every once in a while raising two boys. No, no, this I, that ran through my mind prior to him ever even being born, the first one. This never puts it in my heart that you know this um, situation, this George Floyd situation, that sparked you know the the race to equality for us finally. You know, honey, this was already in my in my fears prior to. I had my son in 2015. That's because you woke. So, yeah, like I've always known. I've always feared the police as a black woman, not even as a black man. I deal with black men, but as a black woman, I've always feared the police. Like I ain't never liked them. I don't never want them near me. Okay, so I've always like been like, damn. I'm about to have a little black boy, okay? I'm a black girl, and they fuck with me. So I know they're going to fuck with my kids. I just, and I, I thought, like, moving them into certain neighborhoods or, like, sending them to certain schools would, like, help them 
I guess uh, elevate, evolve. Life. Yeah, travel through life and, ha- and and gain what they need to have or whatever to walk through life as a black man. But ain't shit gonna happen until we've come to a reform, like in our justice system. Like, Ooh, okay, I, with that, so you gotta bring up that Dell State degree, bitch. Okay, okay bitch, no, 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 come so through. I'm raising my babies, like. So I'm not raising. So initially, so that's the difference between then and now. So before, I was always scared as a black woman, you know, for my children. Period. Mm-hmm. Because of that's what's in me, my fear for the police. Period. But now, it's given. Okay, I see how y'all playing, right? I'm not raising your average black man. You feel me? The one that's going to be. I'm, and I'm not knocking nobody, nobody uh, occupation. Not the one that's going to be your construction worker or your next occupation. They're not going to have a trade. They're going to be skilled. Bank. No, they're. I'm. Na- I'm. Ra- I'm raising your next politician. When I send them to schools, I'm sending them to schools for public policy, or I'm sending them to schools that are, you know, are are that have those. Those um, curriculums that are going to help them become your next your next accountant, your next senator, senator, yeah, your next fucking president. Okay, mama going to the White House. (laughs) We don't need your ghetto ass at the White House. Oh, bitch, no, that's what they do need. Period. We don't need you in the Oval, bitch. You gonna be like the bitch on fucking Tyler Perry's The Oval. We don't need you. They definitely need me up in there because obviously. If Trump go on there, what the fuck? Nah, they need you for public relations, bitch, to clean up their shit. They that's what they need you for. Trump say worse shit than I say out my mouth. Okay, so I could go if he made it to the White House. I could be up in the White House. Oh, you could be in the White House, but you not white, so they gonna come for you because you can't. I want my I want my kids to be the next. You know, I can't just raise your 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 average Joe down the street. I I can't raise your next doctor, but because that's what we do need. We need doctors that look like us. Don't. So I, I was misspoke when I said that. We need doctors that look like us, that are going to treat us, that are going to know how to take care of us. We need lawyers that are going to know how to yes. defend us or write write policies or help us set precedents in cases. We need judges. So I'm not raising just your regular... Let me find out you know a little bit about the law just with the set precedents. Okay, yeah, let me find out about the precedents. Brown of education. Brown of education. You know, the first things that, that you know, desegregated schools, or this might be, my kids might be the people that help, you know, write different policies and stuff like that. So I'm not just, I just can't let them be average anymore. See, but what I admire though about you as a mom is that you don't let mediocrity settle. Like that's never been you with your own life. So the fact that you take that and instill that in your kids and what you do as a mom with your kids, I always admire that because it's like, oh no, bitch, my nigga's not about to be no, oh no, my son's not about to be no fucking contract. Oh no, my son's about to be the creme de la creme. He's going to be upper echelon. No, but listen, right? That's crazy because like even before all of this, somebody said to me, my son, uh, the oldest one, 
when he was a kid, he used to be like, um, he used to like to take the broom and he used to like to clean everything. He used to take the mop, the vacuum cleaner, all that. He used to like to clean. And everybody used to, everybody used to be like, oh, he gonna be a janitor. He gonna be a janitor. I said, and what's wrong with that? He could be a janitor, but he gonna own the company. It's gonna be a franchise, okay? He's gonna be a janitor in all 50 Hello? states and overseas, okay? Like, he's running the shit, like. I never like they might have put that on him or whatever, and not saying that they were saying it in a bad way. I'm just letting you know that if he gonna be a goddamn janitor, he gonna be the best motherfucking janitor that's gonna own all the janitorial services. Right, he's gonna have a franchise. <laughs> well, he gonna be the boss, and if he want to work, he'll work. But he don't got to. Okay, what's what's the dude name off of um? <laughs> I said it all. Oh the good. Day. Oh yes, yes. Arthur. He gonna be Arthur. He gonna be Arthur. Okay. <laughs> Period. Awesome. So I know that's because it's it's known because now unlike when we grew up, you're able to watch a lot of the celebrities or people that we we admire as in like being fans of that are mothers, watch them actually, you know, grow with their kids. And so like I've watched kids grow literally on social media. And I'm like, well, goddamn, I remember when you was just born the whole time. You know how they be like insta aunties and uncles? You be like, well, goddamn, I remember when you was born, but the whole time you really don't know the kid, but you watch them go and go through their transition. What celeb like what celebs that are like millennial moms are that that you admire? Um, child, you gotta use your words uh, a little different because I don't mind none of them. I know we know you don't. Okay, so what millennial what millennial mom do you feel is doing a damn thing? I'm putting it that way. But yeah, let's okay because I I forgot who I was talking to. I forgot who I was talking to here. (laughs) Every bitch, because you're, you're the type of bitch that's like, no, bitch, I admire myself because I'm doing the goddamn thing. Fuck the rest right. of these bitches, okay? Because not, not the celebrities, like, I would admire somebody I actually know. You know what I'm saying? Like that or whatever. It's not the celebrities because I don't know them bitches. I, could, I don't know what's going on with them. But a celebrity that I have watched, like, make a transformation. And when I see this question, I was like, she's the first person that popped into my head. Like, so I'm telling niggas that I be scripting my shit. Damn. No, no, no! It's not scripted. First off, first off, if if they knew, hold on now, now, now we're gonna have to get into a little bit of PR. Uh, here she go. Here she go. Pause, because that's not scripted at all. This is, baby. When you go into, okay, not even PR. When you go into a courtroom as a lawyer, if you you're defended, are they gonna are they gonna prompt you with oh, no. questions prior to? I know. I was joking. I'm not. Because P Law was my minor, I'm well aware. Okay, well, all right. It's not scripted. I want everybody to know this shit is not. Nah, it's not scripted. It's not scripted. You send me some key points and we gonna keep it moving. Okay. But the celebrity, okay, the celebrity that um y'all better stop fighting over there before one of y'all gotta fight me. (laughs) Black moms be like (laughs) No, because y'all gonna have to throw y'all shit up in a minute. But no, um, Jocelyn Hernandez, baby. Okay, honey, that bitch, honey, Bonnie Bella, Bonnie Bella changed I that bitch whole love, life. Like, and I watched her from like the first season. Of, well, who are you? I'm Jocelyn Hernandez, baby. Okay, <laughs> irrelevant. Do you remember when that? Oh yeah. First oh Molly the May. Oh you. I see you got the May here. Oh hey Molly the May. Like she really turned her whole life around. Like after that baby. Like I just feel like. She's she. If I had to say one one celebrity who I think is like doing the damn thing with their kid, it's gonna be Miss Jocelyn. Okay, because 
Honey is serving the girls with that fucking body, first off. And her kid be so cute. She dressed her like a little, little Barbie doll and stuff. She be so cute, a little uh, senorita lady. Not a little senorita. I'm done. No, like she's like a little, like she be having on like the little poofy dresses. She be so little cute. little tutus like, and stuff. She's always dressed, okay? And, and her labels go off. You got to catch her, okay? Catch her when but you can. She always doing something with her kid. Her kid's bilingual. It's like so many good stuff. The good things that I see. I wish somebody child. made me bilingual because my ass, Girl, I, 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 I was bilingual, but I feel like as I got older, that shit fell off. Because I could be worth like 20 more thousand. Hello, I can get more jobs. Okay. I would be preferred over anybody else. Hello, because I'm a, I'm a, a nigga reeking. But in reality, because you said you were somebody that you know, who is somebody that you know that you admire as a millennial mom? Damn. Let me think. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to say Nicole. All my friends are really good. My sister? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My sister's a good fucking mother. She's a good mother, but I was just about to say, like, I don't want to leave nobody else, so I got a whole list for you. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> we got Jasmine, which is me. Okay. You got my sister, Nicole. She's the mother of three. Okay, now I don't want to have to rap to you. Okay, but no, she's a mother of three. She's a bomb mom, and my sister like she got two girls, one boy, and she has a disabled child. So like she's like extra with it. Like you think I be doing too much? She really be doing. Too I already much. know. Ain't nobody watch the kids. And they was such the cutest little girl ever. I, I can't even watch the kids. Okay, the kids can't go. I be like, come on, send DJ outside. Mind you, we live next door to each other. Send DJ outside. We about to go. I don't know. We about to go to the go car track. I don't know. We ain't been to the go car track, but I'm just saying. No, nah, he can't go. I'm scared. What? Like that's how she is. <laughs> um, Bianca's a bomb mom. That's my um. That's my good good girlfriend, and she's also um a co-host on the um the constant chatter. Uh, then you got excuse you. Put that up. It's nothing in there. No, put that up, please. It's no more. Let me see. Go get your cup. Girl, how many I gave you so far? Because he done threw You just gave Bianca. You gave Nicole. You gave yourself. Uh huh. Oh, Whitney. Oh, my God. My good, good girlfriend, Whitney. Whiplashes. Um, Who else is a bomb mom? Hmm. And I don't really do like Instagram mothers or whatever, but um, shit, what is her name on the gram? That's so sad. I'm just not gonna say nothing because I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna say nobody. Okay. I don't even know the people name, so fuck it. I mean, you gave <laughs> enough examples. But no, I just see it through the grain burn or whatever. Um, Whitney, Bianca, me. Oh, Diamond's a good ass mother. Like. Good mom, she likes to do lots of activities with her kids. But Drea, that's my other good good girlfriend. She be everywhere with her kid. Okay, baby, they just be baby. He reading on the fourth grade level at this point. Okay, I always admire as a millennial mom. I always admire uh, Davina. Davina Davina's a bomb ass mom to Brianna. Oh yeah, Davina. But do the people that I that I've like been around with their children or whatever? Those are the people that I would probably say. 
the most. I think for me, even though I don't have kids of my own, but they be like, no, when you're whatever you're doing, you're doing, you're living through our kids too, because they look at you as TT Jess. I'd be like, okay, great. Damn. Nah, let me stop playing. Okay, TT. So I feel like uh, my sis Ebony, she's a bomb ass mom. She's a lawyer. And she a mom, a boy mom in Cali. Um, I think you a bomb ass mom because you always, I swear to God, every, I be looking like, oh, they was on a plane. Oh, they went to Florida because her kids love fucking Florida. Since, okay. Uh, they they stop talking about this since they got back, child. Florida, I love. I think Davina's a bomb mom. Uh, Davina. Davina's oh. Davina's bomb. Um, another bomb mom. I have to say Tiana, which is one of Ooh, my. Oh, Alexis! Girls. I forgot about Alexis. She's doing everything, child. Child, Alexis just got her. I think this is her second masters. I think it's the second masters. If I'm not mistaken, honey. Bomb. Girl, every time I turn around, she pregnant secretly. I don't know if she pregnant now, <laughs> but bomb mom. Okay. And I definitely can say my sis Angel, which is my childhood friend from like sixth grade. She's a bomb ass mom. Like her daughters, which is one of them is my goddaughter, Liberty and Mia. Liberty. Um, Liberty with her little well, I know why I ain't never <laughs> Liberty and Leilani, the lab girls, the lab squared. Um, she's a bomb ass mom. She got her daughter in everything. Girl Scouts, basketball, you name it, she's in it. But it's the difference when it's like you're a mom and you're in it and you put your child in it to be active, but you actually show up and be there, like to support them while they're doing it. Angel's a bomb ass mom to me. Um, I have a lot of my friends who are bomb ass moms because I went to I wouldn't hang around no suckers, period. <laughs> That's just it. So Yeah, I was about to say anybody I really hang with they a bomb mom because can't no bitches be around me and they not taking care of their kids. They got to get the fuck on. Same with niggas. You can't be no sucking nigga yeah. and hang around me. You're not taking care of your, your Oh, spot. honey, don't stop me on these niggas, please. We're, 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 we're going to say millennial moms. We're going to say millennial moms. I'm going to say, I don't want to have to turn your podcast to the I am done with you. Um. So, who do you feel that isn't a millennial mom right now? That would be uh that you think would be a great millennial mom. Bitch, you want me to say you? Oh, I wasn't looking for you to say me because. Well, you want me on here? You want me to give you some clout? You don't have to give me no clout because listen, child. No, bitch, you want me to turn you into a mama? No, I think you will be a good mother. And although you're not, I think that um my good friend Rosita would be a good mom. Like she'd be a really good mom. Because she's a nurturer and she take care of everybody, too. Yep. Honey, she take care of everybody. It's her heart. So she's not a mom now, but when she does become a mom, she will be a bomb millennial mom. We what? And see, this such a sweetheart. She's always been a sweetheart yeah. to me. And she can cook. The kids gonna be fed. <laughs> we not worried about that. The kids not gonna be missing no meals. I am going to say myself. I feel like I would be a bomb millennial mom. I'm going to be a disciplinarian. Trust I think, that. I think you'd be crazy like me. Yeah. I think you can be crazy. But I think you're going to be a good mother. I think that people like... People automatically assume like... um Because you got like a hard exterior or whatever. Like like with me. You can't be soft and gentle. Assume, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a time and a place for all of that. And I'm going to give it to my kids when they need it. Just don't be all up on me all the time. But I, I, I'm going to be the mom that's going to be about the tough love. Suck it up. Man up. Period. That's me. That's me. That's why I got boys. This is giving. And I don't see no tears. Are you a girl? Please. 
Please stop crying. You know, I just I don't. I, it's not like. Give me one second, Jojo. Please put that back. I am not opening no taco sauce. It is Wednesday. Go put that back. Jojo said, "I want a taco." Jojo, we don't have any tacos. But um, yeah, you will be awesome, mother. Awesome, mother. You got a lot of knowledge. You know, a lot of stuff to put into them and still into them, and then you like. You, you you come from a, a a a different walk of life. You feel me? So like you you're able to you've able you were able to experience different parts of life. Like that's what my um that's what my diverse. friend Angel said. She said that about all. She said that to me the other day, like a month or two ago. She was just like, "Yo, I'm me and Sean, which is her, you know, her um her children's father and her boyfriend, which I can technically say her husband because they've been together since he was in high school. Um, I was just saying she's just. She was pretty much just like, yo, we love that our our daughters get to be around you because we didn't really get to go to college like that. And there's so much that you've experienced that can you can instill in our girls that yeah. we can't experience that we haven't experienced that it takes life experience that we didn't have that you can be that you've been nurturing our girls to be able to learn that the classroom can't teach them. So no, I was like, and it's what the classroom won't teach them. Okay, you know I mean? like, because niggas is mad about defunding the police, but whole time your def- education has been defunded this whole fucking entire time. For since I was a child, hello, not in my neighborhood because I always lived in a good neighborhood or whatever, and that's the gag. Okay, but um, they have been defunding schools for a very very long time. I just wasn't one of those schools. I don't think. Cause we had like when I was in elementary school, like we had like Apple computers. We had a whole Mac. Oh yeah, same here. Like, Bitch, we were. I was learning Spanish in kindergarten. Okay. Okay. Now I was learning Spanish in kindergarten. But see, I was. I was learning Spanish in kindergarten. <laughs> Bitch was learning with rojo, azul, verde, negro. Okay, maroon. Girl, let me tell you about my ignorant ass in Spanish in high school. I just, I just always gotta be a jokester, girl. They when we started going over our colors, it was like negro. Nigga, <laughs> why are you gonna say that? Talk about nigga, negro, 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 negro. I'm in there. Negro national anthem. Miss Lucas, please go to the office. Miss Lucas, please go to the. Office. <laughs> this shit is boring. Okay, we need to liven it up in here. <laughs> But given that, okay, so we haven't touched this really, but we briefly spoke about it because you brought up Bianca. You are bringing out Constant Chatter, which is now your podcast that you have your co-host, Miss John, Lady B, and Mother, which is yourself. And Queen B. Okay, what are your next steps towards being able to, like, reach your goals given that you're now starting to branch out and do for self, like, going in your own atmosphere and comfortability? Say that one more time. My baby wanted a hug. Oh. Again. Let's see how many times he asked for a hug while we're going to phone. We're going to count that every time we do. And I'm going to tell you at the end of this how many times he do. Y'all going to have to take a shot. If you're over 21, though. If you're over 21. If you're over 21. Ooh. Okay. You got little games on here. I like that. (laughs) So, given that you are bringing out Constant Chatter, which will be out and debut to the people very, very soon. July 11th is supposed to be our release date. Based upon the fact that I'm an executive producer, I'm going to let you know when we're ready. No, I'm playing. It's supposed to be July 11th. Our first release date is going to be July 11th. Um, we have 
our um, launch week rolling out next week, which is July 5th through 11th. So our first release will be on the 11th. Okay. So given that you have constant chatter, which I know you've been trying to, I know personally with you, you've been trying to do your master's program, trying to get back into that. You've been trying to be a mom. You've been trying to, you know, be steady in what you're doing. But of course, as any mom would, they put their kids first. That's their first priority. Like, I can have time for myself. Like, my master's program is not going nowhere. But my kids being there for the moments that my kids and watching them grow, that's going to go somewhere because I can't turn back time. So, the fact that you're out there stepping out now doing constant chatter, what are your goals for yourself that you're seeing now that you're starting to take them steps forward, at least with constant chatter for yourself that you're looking forward to? I'm so sorry. So the goal for constant chatter is to just draw audience, draw audience that want to listen to what the fuck I gotta say, okay? Because we do verse topics, so like it's not just gonna be the same shit every week. Like, which motherfuckers get bored over? Yeah, so like we want to like do that, and then I just like realized that you got bundles, but you didn't have bundles last time. You had braids, but okay, real cute. Go back. Anyway. Girl, I gotta change that. Okay, okay. Anyway, go back to what you were talking about. Okay, so um, so yeah, with constant chatter, I just, I'm I'm really really focused on constant chatter, like because it's giving COVID, ain't shit else to do, and it sparks something like it's like therapy for me a little bit, just to sit and talk and talk and talk and talk, and when I have conversations, people feel like I'm funny. I you just are, be talking though. regular. But you are, I just though. be talking regular. I, I said the same regular. damn thing, bitch, but you really are, though. But I just always feel like it's it's always been a need for me and what the fuck I got to say because people, they're going to say that they, they're saying, you know, they're going to say what they want you to hear or they're going to say whatever they think people going to like or whatever, but I'm just going to say what the fuck come to my mind. So I just feel like it's just what, what people want to hear. It's what people need to hear. People need laughter. Like, we've been in, in some... Some crazy some times fucked up about time. lifetime. Okay, it's been fucked up since uh, that nigga got in the office. But um, once Kobe died, it was all downhill. Period. That was January. Bitch. No Kobe. Period. Period. That ever since Kobe died, we've been on a downward spiral ever fucking since. Ever since Nipsey died, it's been going down. Okay. And that's and that and it is what it is. Like that shit is crazy. But yeah, I'm just really focused on that. Um. I'm actually got I got a new venture, but I don't like to tell people about stuff that's not started. Oh yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to discuss that because you know I'm the same way. I don't like discussing shit that's not already in fruition. But the but but it's coming and it's coming in like the next year and a half or whatever. Um, it's gonna be my little baby. Like I love these kids, but shit, I love some stuff that's gonna make me some money. Move over, kids. All about that money. You got it. Okay, you got a little sister or brother coming. And don't and don't cry, just dish your cash. You're so <laughs> aggravating, so fucking aggravating. You know? But um, concentrated is just like my way of like introducing myself to people, like having them kind of like see who I am. That's because niggas so think you have RBF. Bitch, what? Resting bitch face, okay? Resting bitch face. <laughs> niggas think what that you just that? RBF is resting no, bitch face. Think I'm niggas so fucking me. I don't know. That's why, why I said people misconstrue. Like Jasmine, I, I'm gonna tell y'all this before because I'm gonna let Jasmine shut up for a second, just so me, just for me to talk, so she can have some moment to to be able to eat in solitude. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say this. 
Jazz, because I don't call her Jasmine. That shit is ghetto. Anyway, um, Jazz is the most sweet, kind-hearted person ever. Like, if I had to send somebody who has a big-ass heart like me, I would have to say Jazz. And motherfuckers always think that I'm so evil because I give RBF, which is resting bitch face. But that's just my face because I just don't let niggas feel too comfortable to approach me to think that you could try me on any type of fucking level. And Jasmine's the same fucking way. It's just it just is what it is. But if, if you had if you was at your last dollar and let's say Jasmine had five dollars left to her fucking name, bitch, she's gonna give you two fifty and she's gonna have two fifty and bitch, y'all gonna go ahead and make it do what it fucking did. Like and that's and that's just always been her. Hence why niggas call her mother, because she's she's been nurturing motherfuckers and having kids before she had kids. Okay? And no, that is real. what it is. All these bitches is my sons. Okay, Nikki. <laughs> Bitch, Nikki talk to hot niggas. I ain't with her. Don't call me that. <laughs> Fuck her. <laughs> but now on some real stuff like Jazz has, I, the reason why I've always kept contact with Jazz because, you know, normally you go to college, you go through your stages, you meet friends, y'all say you're going to keep contact. Then once y'all graduate, it's like, okay, we keep contact for a quick second. Okay, bitch. Okay, now it's year five. I haven't spoke to you since year two. Don't know what the fuck you're doing, but I'm going to follow you on Instagram. Instagram, tell me what your life is about, but I ain't picking up the phone to call you and text you. There hasn't been a birthday. There ain't been a deltaversary for my ass. There ain't been nothing where this bitch was like, oh, hey. Happy so-and-so. Oh, hey. Happy so Like, it's never been that type of time. And it's always coming from a different number. <laughs> oh, yeah. This bitch changed her number. Like, she changed her drawers. Literally. Every day. Girl. Every day. She always got a fucking stalker, but besides the point. Okay. Because this... <laughs> <laughs> this is... Ah, you know what's going on right now. But the point of the matter is, is she's loyal. And the reason why we kept contact is because she's a loyal-ass friend. Like, there hasn't been a time I haven't been able to call Jazz and tell her some shit. Like, we could not talk for, like, two, three years because she changed her fucking number and I'm, I haven't kept contact. And I could pick up the phone and be like, oh, bitch, what's your number? I tried calling. She's like, oh, yeah, bitch, I changed it to this. And we don't pick up right back where we left off, like, two years ago as if we didn't talk for a whole fucking two years. Like, those are the type of people that you need in your circle. Those are the type of people that are necessary. And the fact that she's a millennial mom... She sets the blueprint for me. I personally feel like her and a lot of the other names I've mentioned of that are millennial moms, they set a blueprint for me to know, like, damn, like, to see them be able to do this and execute this, even though they make, like, make that shit look easy to the eye, they execute that shit flawlessly like, yo, if I can do it, you can do it. But the fact that they don't limit themselves to just being a millennial mom and still go out there and do their own shit, I will forever respect that lifestyle because... To me, that's a whole nother level of being a millennial mom. That's like being a millennial woman, period, where nobody can touch you. You're untouchable. You're multifaceted. Like, and I've always respected that about Jazz because there's nothing that could ever stop her from doing what the fuck she want to do. As it, I eat this podcast, you, see, you hear the kids in the background. Bitch still going. Okay. Let's just sit your ass down. I'm trying to do something. <laughs> something for me and you, okay? Bitch still going. But no, it's for what the, no, seriously, that's a, that's another reason why I wanted to do the podcast. Like, and I got to do it with these badass kids running around. So I got to make sure I do a disclaimer every time I'm on. Please excuse the kids in the background, okay? Some real shit happening. I got to get her done. <laughs> but that's what makes it authentic, though. Because some motherfuckers might just lock their kids in the room and just not talk to the motherfuckers and be like, okay, here you sit your ass down. Here you are. Stay stuck. Let your ass cry on your own. I wish. I wish my kids don't listen, okay? They don't listen when I say leave me alone. <laughs> they don't know what So mean. speaking of that, because you do have to give a disclaimer, how do you find time to create for your podcast? Like, I know that's a lot to try to balance. 
So, again, I know their schedule, right? So, I just squeeze it in every chance I get. Like, when they when when they get up in the morning, JoJo will probably wake up like around, depending on what time he went to sleep before, he'll probably wake up on average like around 10. Um, and so I know prior to 10, I got to get up 6.30, 5.30, see if I'm going to get something done. And I'm probably already up anyway because I can't sleep. And then I know when I put them to when I put them down, like around for the midtime, Jarrell don't sleep. First off, let me just put that out there. He don't sleep, so it's more like JoJo. <laughs> when I put JoJo down for his like mid midday nap or whatever, I know I can do something on that. So I have to schedule what I'm doing. So in the morning, I might be paying bills, writing my to do list, organizing what I have to do. And then in the midday, the midday die down, I'll be like actually doing what was on the to do list, cleaning up. At the same time, this bitch is a fucking germaphobe. This bitch is always cleaning. Okay, girl, that's why I was a little bit late because I had to uh, clean the um. Anyway, okay, <laughs> <laughs> had to clean the, the side of the kitchen or whatever. But um, so when they go down, when they go down for nighttime or whatever, I just know I can do what I need to do. That's when I get like the most of the stuff done because when they sleep at night, they sleep on average for maybe like. Jarrell don't sleep at all, but on average for like six hours before I'm interrupting, I gotta give a give a bottle or I mean not a bottle, a cup or a pacifier before you go back to sleep, and then I go to sleep once he come up for that second. So what like inspired you? Because I know constant chatter has been something that you've wanted to do, have had something on your mind, has something that you wanted to push out there to the world to let niggas know the real you. What inspired you to just be like, you know what, fuck this. This is the time. This is now. Let me go ahead and put this shit out. Because you already told me the background of how you even got the name. So get the people the inside of how Constant Chatter came about. Plug yourself, bitch. Um, Plug yourself. Market. Okay. Market. Market. Look, market. With a little buzz. I wish I had a little buzz. I'd be like, Constant Chatter. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, can you get that on my face? Thanks. Um, so I always like, okay, so. I don't know if you know, but when I was at Dale State, I had a I had a radio show. China, we got canceled. Who the fuck gave you a radio show at Dale State? Bitch, I was a nice con major. You're missing it. I know, but the point about it is you have no fucking filter. So I was trying to still wonder how. That's what happened. I'm saying. That's why we got canceled. You didn't let me finish the story. <laughs> so I'm a mass con major or whatever. So I took like electives and stuff. Um within like radio uh, broadcasts and stuff like that whatever so it came they had a slot open so me and Whitney we started oh lord show. double trouble there it goes no wonder I got cancelled okay 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 <laughs> me and Whitney was on there reading the girls for filth okay <laughs> they was gagging but anyway, Miranda uh, so I've always had like uh, a, a passion for like doing it um, speaking or whatever and like letting my personality be known because first of all and not having to be around people okay so the fact that it's like excuse me just me in here just having like regular conversation with my friends or like me with the co-host or just having like that conversation with them it's a little bit more comfortable it's unwrong it's yeah, more and unwrong. I don't know and, and, and I can't have like a lot of people in my space or whatever and I don't want people to like 
really see me see me i want people to hear me so okay malcolm um, x okay <laughs> okay a little word for the girls <laughs> don't see me hear me bitch <laughs> So I wanted the people to see, um, I may not see me, but hear me or whatever. And I always had a passion for it. And once our radio show got canceled, I was gay. Because I like doing it or whatever. And I just always like the production part of it or whatever. And so it's just it's just something I want to do. And people need to hear what the fuck I got to say. Okay? Because maybe it could spark some realness in some people. Because a lot of people just be out here just doing anything. I don't know what the fuck we going on with the girls. But I just I just feel like people need to I okay, this is my insight. I personally feel like people need to hear you because there's a misconception of who you are to the people. Give a fuck what they think. Uh, we know you don't give a fuck what they, but let me finish ho. I know you don't care what they think, but I think it's a misconception of who you are because people automatically label you as a ghetto hood rat rather than thinking twice and be like, yo, she's educated. She might have something to say that's worthwhile that might stimulate my mind. So I've always felt like you needed to have a voice. Period. Period. When people label me as whatever they label me as. Um, I usually do circles around their ass. Fuck them. Do a figure eight, bitch. Make it fancy. <laughs> like, no, for real. Like, people usually, like, bitch, pick up your fucking jaw after I stop talking. And then I'm going to go back to talk. Once I speak to you the way you need to be spoken to, as if I need to. This is I guess, Jasmine. This, my name is Jasmine. Her. Yeah, her. my name is Jasmine. Her. What I'm saying, I have to use my vocabulary and go into my dictionary, my, my bank. You have to articulate. Okay, pull out these pull out these big ass words without using my tubative okay. language by tubative okay i need to do all that for you once i do that i'm going back to this and fuck you okay like don't that's what's wrong with people i that's i, I hate people that's why that's why i'm saying i don't need to be you know all up with the people i like it like back here you know just the voice because that's what's wrong with people they always label you as something what, why why bitch why am i gonna bitches don't even know the definition of ghetto that's the thing that oh is, yeah, because that's, that that's, that's the term that's that's the term that's derived from Italy. It's a noun. No, but love. But bitches love. don't know the history. That's the term that's derived from Italy from those who were poor and couldn't afford housing that they were on low poverty that pretty much were called ghetto. So ghetto is a word that's derived from Italy in eighteen sixty something. It is a noun, and it's a white person's word. Just so y'all know, yes, I'm gonna bring my blackity black black ass shit into this whole place. podcast. Like I'm not a place. Like it's a noun that describes a fucking place. I'm not a place, bitch. I can never be ghetto. So you're the fuck ignorant. If I'm ghetto, you're ignorant. That means you're a nigga. What? A nigga means you're ignorant. That's what nigga came from. Nigga is the ignorant person who just who chooses not to educate themselves. Ignorant. Ignorance means without knowledge. That's what I just said. Who chooses not to educate? That's what I'm saying. Chooses not to educate. Or no correction. Who doesn't educate themselves? That's why I just use without knowledge. Like, <laughs> you just don't got it. No matter how it came about, your ass still don't got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're still fucking ignorant. You just don't got it. <laughs> you don't have any coof. Girl, they, you know, and, and, and the same people that, that say that about somebody, they be the same people burping all loud and shit, bitch. Eating with like, their no they fucking mouth open. Eating with your mouth open, bitch. Okay, I'm ready. That's a pet peeve of mine. I would deck somebody in their fucking jaw for eating with their mouth open on everything. Oh, yeah, when people call me ghetto, okay, I let them know that, first off. <laughs> I mean, her middle name is a little ethnic, but it don't mean it's ghetto. My middle name is beautiful, okay? <laughs> 
<laughs> Period. The fuck is you talking about? The middle name is beautiful, okay? All right? It's but not fanatic. When people call me, when people call me ghetto, it's given. You can call me whatever you want. I'm called agitated. I got a degree, and I'm on my way to my second. It's one. not what you call it. What your answer to? Okay, it's not what you call it. What your answer to? Bitch, I'm an answer. Oh, I'm definitely gonna answer. <laughs> yeah, you wanna see it? I'm definitely gonna answer. Bitch, watch your mouth when you talking to me. That's what's wrong with people. See, you know that's girl. That's just about millennial moms. Cause that's what's wrong with people. That I be telling people all the time. That is what's wrong with people. You need to watch your motherfucking mouth when you talking to people, okay? Me, on the other hand, I don't know if I'm gonna watch my mouth. I'm gonna fuck coming to my mind. But when you talking to me, don't, don't, you watch your mouth, period. You talk about ghetto. Bitch, do you even know the definition of ghetto? Eh? The girls don't know. You're ignorant. Get on. Get on. <laughs> With your ignorant, with your ignorant, not your ignorant, with your ignorant ass, with your ignorant ass, come on, you ignorant, okay, okay, you don't got time for you, constant chatter, is supposed to release July 11th, okay, that's our first, our first episode, and we're gonna be talking a little bit more about, about that type of shit, because when people call me ghetto, I, I let them know I'm adaptable, okay, so however you want it, I could give you a you chameleon, Mm-hmm. A chameleon about to make millions. Period. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I definitely like that. I like that. I'm gonna have to take that one. Chameleon about to make me. And you know I be rapping. Oh, here she go with this bullshit. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yeah, she be rapping all right. She be chatting as in constant chatter. Constant chatter. July 11th. <laughs> so what do you see for the future in your son since you're trying to build an empire and a legacy for them to uphold? Um, I see them becoming a part of generational wealth. Okay. I see them becoming... See, my sons, they don't have to break a barrier. They don't got to be your first generation card student. Okay. Because <laughs> they mama did it. Period. Okay. They not gonna be your first generation's master holders or none of that bullshit, okay? Because your mama didn't see. There are I just see them like continuing a, a, a legacy. Like my sons are going to be a part of life. They're gonna be a part of history, and they gonna be whatever they want to be, okay? They just gonna be the best at it. They wanna be a fuck new. No, <laughs> we're not kids. doing that. No, we definitely not doing no fuck niggas. But no, um, for them, I just want them um, to be like the best at whatever they do so i'm just going to make sure i keep letting them know you can do whatever you want to do as long as it's going to make you some money <laughs> you're aggravating but do you do you be a part of generational wealth like hello where where they don't have to struggle or they hopefully my kids don't have to get financial aid These so wait when do you when do you feel like you're going to teach them fiscal responsibility though like fiscal responsibility the knowledge of generational wealth like when do you when do you trying to think that you might plan on teaching them that when yeah um so my man okay his name is Uncle Adolf Sam Thornton, no Adolf Thornton. Um, he introduced this 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 idea to me. Adolf is his name. Adolf Thornton. That sounds like Hitler. You know his name was Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm telling you what the bad name is. Okay, <laughs> for the girls that know, no, that's my man. <laughs> but no, like he was on the Breakfast Club. That's Young Dolph, right? So he was on the Breakfast Club, and, and and he spoke about this. Like, I want to do this for my kids. Like, every year on their birthday, 
I want to buy them a property. Like, that's what I want to be able to do. Or I want to be able to, right now we start small, like we buy CDs, that type of shit, you know. Roth IRAs, IRAs. Roth IRAs. Save it, yes. 501k, 502, uh, 503c. 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 503 and uh, just the FYI, I'm going to plug myself. I'm a consultant for a public accounting firm. That's what I do. Yes, the girls qualify two times over. So just look for me. Period. Thank you. Plug yourself. Period. If you guys need any help, contact her. Because <laughs> I can't fucking help you. <laughs> I want to be able to. Now I want them to be able to have something when they get older. They don't really got to work for shit, but they're going to. They're going to because they're going to work for me. Okay. Because I didn't just do all this for nothing. They okay. need to know how to run it. They need to know how to learn how to do it. But I don't want them to have to, you know, try to go go find a job. If they don't want to, they they can stay in school and, and do what they want to do, or they can start. Oh oh oh! This is the, these are all the CDs that I bought you for the past twenty five years. Here you go. No, Once but that ass school. No, my mom did all that. that money and do something. No, my mom did that. Like my mom has an insurance policy. I don't mean from when I was born. It was dedicating a hundred dollars a month to it. Mm-hmm. So where now me about being 30 I'm set for life If I really need to borrow some money I can borrow from my policy Be it, Bitch I'm, I'm good Like, Yeah and that's another thing about uh, Millennial moms um, A lot of A lot of us are focused On although you see us Like on Instagram traveling Without kids taking them to certain Activities putting them in this Putting them in that we are really Thinking about this shit in the future Like doing those type of things buying cds stocks and bonds for our children or even life insurance policies a lot of our parents didn't have life insurance policies or their parents didn't have life insurance policies and it's people that are my age that don't have fucking life insurance oh my god and they think girl, because they're not gonna die no time soon it's not girl, gonna be applicable that's a lie have life insurance policies right now and that shit worries me with this pandemic you done yeah like but so that's that or whatever. So I'm making sure that they that I'll be teaching them that type of stuff when they're able to understand that I'll be doing it on the back end. I'll be building their credits on the back end. I'll be doing everything to make them uh make them move, I mean make their yeah, make their um portfolio what it needs to be or whatever when they turn of age. But um I'll teach them when I know that they're able to understand it a little bit better. I had to teach myself all this shit, so I think for me, my mom was when my mom because my mom was getting child support from my dad till I was like twenty three because he had to pay back child support. The money she could be taking for herself, she applied it towards my student loans, which made my credit impeccable. Because when I wanted to get my first apartment, I was able to get my first apartment because my credit was impeccable because my student loans were paid for when they were still in for a bank because I was still in school. So like it's stuff like that when it's just like use your money wisely but because my mom came from the baby boomer generation because she was born in 54 she wasn't taught that it's just something that she just thought as if i already have a policy on my child i'm gonna make sure my child's not set up for failure economically because they don't teach that in schools and i feel like as a business major you could correct me being at dell state 
we get more privileges than a lot of other colleges at Delaware State College because Delaware State University because we we have classes that require us to have professional development. We have classes that, that, that require us to be at um, professional forum. We have classes that require require us to have to understand the normal basic day to day economics of fiscal responsibility. That if you're not in the college of business, you're not given that opportunity. You have to teach that shit on your own. But we're given to that as a privilege because it's part of our curriculum because we're a part of the college of business. I personally feel that that's something that should be spread across the entire curriculum for any major. But I feel like at the same time, like I think that the people need to be looking for that type of shit. They parents have to tell them like, this is what you need to be taking or go reach into right. yourself to this to get the technicalities of what you need to be doing um, financially, like credit wise, like, like it's so much shit that I had to learn on my own. And it's not because, um, and it's not because, uh, nobody ever told me it's because they didn't know. Right. And I think I only had a benefit because my mom was an insurance adjuster. So because she was insurance for so many years and understood the liabilities of what insurance was able to hold, when it came time for me, I was able to progress furtherly because I'm like, yo, I was originally a pre-law major. I'm like, okay, if I'm pre-law, it limits me into this many avenues. As opposed to being an accounting major, I can go into any plethora of options because as an accounting major, Anybody's gonna want an accountant who knows what the hell they're doing. Ain't nobody gonna fully trust a fucking computer with their money, and that's on everything, and that's on period. Okay. So it's a matter of knowing. My mom was like, "Why would you do this?" And I'm like, "What you mean?" She was like, "You go to pre-law, you're stuck in pre-law. So what's it gonna limit to you? That doesn't mean you're gonna be financially being your career. Let's say you don't go for your JD. You do accounting. You have a plethora of options to be in ambiguous, which puts me in my position now as a consultant at a public accounting firm. I'm in my career. I'm in my field." But I'm not. I don't have to do exactly what I went to school for because what, I'm still qualified to do what I need to do. But I don't think a lot of kids are able to process that because they're not told that it's a possibility. I told my niece like, you can go to school for dance, but minor in business. She said, "Why, auntie?" And I said, "Because you minor in business, that means you still have a degree that qualifies you to know enough about business that you're able to push yourself to not need somebody else to go ahead and have to push it for you." Mm-hmm. Because it's gonna cost money. And now everybody got them coins to give it to you. Johan, please get down. Girl. <laughs> He's getting crazy. But no, um, yeah, you gotta you I, I'm gonna be teaching them that when they whenever they can understand it. Um I'm gonna be planting little seeds with Whenever them. you're ready for Aunt Jess, I'm here. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <laughs> But no, I'm be playing little seeds when they're younger or whatever. But when they're able to actually comprehend and show me that they can understand, they can manage what I taught them, retain it, and then regurgitate it, then we're in business. We're in business. Then I say yes to you. They ain't going to be coming to you looking like no damn dummies, though. They're going to have a little bit of knowledge. <laughs> I surprisingly, when people don't know, and, and it's crazy because when I talk to my friends, they be like, oh, you be claiming, you know, the six. I'm like, but literally, you know, I have six different savings accounts. Like, I put money aside for all six, the six different kids that I interact in their lives. Like, their parents don't know. They'll probably hear this on this podcast. But I put money aside. I have seven different big savings accounts for the kids that their parents allow me in their lives because I feel like I know the importance of having that financial cushion. Mm-hmm. It's necessary. Jojo about to need a cushion on his ass because I'm about to beat it. <laughs> you 
you need to get down. But before we wrap up, do you feel being a boy mom would be much easier than being a girl mom? Or a mom Absolutely. of a boy or a girl would be different and vast? Absolutely. Absolutely. Please don't touch my microphone. <laughs> we'll let you close it out. You got to give it a second. Have a seat. You want to participate? Yeah. Okay, have a seat. All right, no, it's all right. <laughs> you need to sit down. Um, though it's it's totally different. My my sister has uh, girls and boys or whatever, and she had two girls initially. Totally different. We do different shit. She take her kids to go get their nails done. Me on the other hand, child, I'm taking them niggas to the park, to the playground. Yeah, it's like you know, I'm letting them run around. They they getting their knees dirty. They start the shit up. Like so, it's different. And um, a girl. Okay, so and it's cheaper. Okay, it's different. It's way different. I mean, I don't even know if it's cheaper. I just spend money on different things. Let me put it that way. So I don't spend money on nails and yeah. hair for them. Okay, I'm spending money on PlayStation toys and boards. capes. Okay, oh, capes and hoverboards and PlayStation fours and games for the PlayStation four. And can he get some more piece of photography? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. I don't look. Okay. <laughs> So it's just a little bit different. We just buying different stuff. Um, I want to address people that keep calling themselves um, boy moms. Okay. I, I feel you. But if you only got one fucking kid, it don't count. <laughs> <laughs> it don't count. Like people... I, I don't know. I just I, I've interpreted it differently. Like when when this started, it was because of Kobe, girl dad, correct? Right. Like my dad, who's literally a girl dad, is a real girl dad. You, he only has girls, three Kobe girls, and, and, and Mr. Whitehead. Yes. Okay. Five girls. How many of y'all is three it? of us? Three y'all. And Kobe got what? Th- four. Four girls. Yes. That is a girl dad. It's all girls. All of the children that he made were girls, okay? All of the children that I made are boys. So I'm a real fucking boy mom. Bitch, you only got one what the people the people kill me only got one kid and they keep calling themselves a boy mom or a girl mom or whatever the fuck they call themselves. Girl dad. And it's the people that kill me the most that be they got like three kids. It's plural. You need plural. Like, you need more than one. The, okay, and then they got like three kids and then two of them be boys and one of them oh i hate that shit when niggas call themselves girl dads i'm like you have two sons or a son you're not a girl dad sit your fucking ass down curtis whitehead was like i'm a girl dad and i didn't ask to be a girl dad i want to be a boy dad but i got stuck with (laughs) y'all but no like people just like to put a hashtag on bitch you ain't no girl mom you is not no boy mom bitch i'm a boy mom clearly and period and period so before we close out, Jazz, what is your advice to any millennial mom who's about to have a baby, who's having a baby, no. especially with this granddad, <laughs> stupid no. ass? What is your advice or your best your best quote that helps uplift you and inspires you to be able to keep pushing as a mom? I have a, I do actually have um, a a scripture passage. What you read the Bible? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> you look pretty good, too. Oh, oh, thanks. I'm about to show you the scripture passage. I saved it, and this is from. Is it Proverbs 31:30? Because okay, let me tell y'all this before she gives her scripture. Why she go? Why she look? 
Oh. While she looks for her scripture, I'm gonna say y'all. This is this this is the scripture that reminds me of Jazz. Proverbs thirty one thirty. Private pride is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord she shall be praised. And I feel like Jazz is reaching reaping all the benefits of all she put out in the atmosphere. Okay, I'm done. Okay, thank you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But no, um, the uh, it's Peter chapter one verse six. Uh, be truly glad there is wonderful joy ahead. That is my scripture for the moms. There is wonderful joy ahead after labor. Okay? You're so. That's angry. actually that's actually the easy part though. In real life, that's actually the easy part. Um, any advice for a new mother? Uh, child, don't take advice, especially not from the old bitches. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like the old people be trying to tell me what to do, it don't give that. Okay. <laughs> It's a I no for it. me, dog. Thanks. I got it. Thanks, thanks but no thanks. No thanks. Um, uh, no, um, let me see. My real, 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 real advice is love them, okay? Because they're going to love you unconditionally until they turn a certain age. I guess they start to turn on you when they get, like, smelling themselves and all of that. But just enjoy those good 13 years that you got with them or whatever. <laughs> Um, but no, that's the that's the that's the uh, scripture that I like the, the passage that I like the most. Uh, Peter one, um, chapter one, verse six. Be truly good. There is wonderful joy ahead. I remember that I found it when I was uh, when I was pregnant with my first son, and I um, I always uh, always go back to it when they get on my nerves. Um, because y'all said it was joy ahead. <laughs> But Jazz, before we wrap up, tell the people where they can find you, where they can find constant chatter, what they can look for. Let them let them know how you plug yourself. Where they, where they, where can the people find you? Um, so you can find the constant chatter on Instagram at the constant chatter podcast. You can find us on Twitter at the uh, no, excuse me, constant chatter, and the constant is spelled with a zero because it was taken already. Um. Then you can find me at on Instagram at same other name. <laughs> you can find, <laughs> um, yeah, that's where you can find me. I, I don't really use my Twitter. She does, but it's Jazz Stoner. I think if you want to, the last time I tweeted was like 2017. But I'll be on Twitter on the Concentrator Podcast, so you you can find it. Oh, and the website. Go to the website. Check the website out. And for our podcast, I'll be putting episodes. On that podcast, I mean episodes from the podcast on the website, along with like on IGTV. Whoa, did you finally kill it? Yep, I sure did. All right, <laughs> I can hear. Go wash your hands, little nasty ass. <laughs> I will, and I'm done. But I thought I finished. Okay, so um, let me wrap it up for you. But uh, Constant Chatter Podcast that's on um, Instagram. The Constant Chatter is on is our website, and you can go check us out. It has a whole list of stuff that you can see and links to our, all of our um, social media. Well, we know we appreciate you, the fan band. I know I appreciate you. If the fan band don't appreciate you, I appreciate you for wrapping up okay, with us tonight. The bitches though was good for them. They better. <laughs> <laughs> but Jazz, we appreciate you. Y'all heard me. I can find her, plug her. 
Y'all heard constant chatter is about the constant chatter about to come out. Period. So y'all tune into my girl. Check her out. Miss John, Queen B, Mother, all on the scene, giving y'all the realest and the rawest. Constant chatter. Okay, the constant chatter. Make sure y'all tune in. Jazz, we appreciate you for coming out. We appreciate you for giving us our time and letting us into your personal life and having us get the real insight of being a millennial mom. Thank you. So we appreciate you. And you know I love you. Thank you. You know I love you. Okay. But y'all I thank you. Okay. Get into thank it. You. Get into mine. Get into hers. Just be real. Decosta chatter. That was Millennial Moms with my girl Jasmine Lucas of The Constant Chatter, a.k.a. Mother. Glad y'all came to kick it with us. Appreciate you for hanging out. That That's it. I mean, that's what we got to do. I feel like this was so raw. I appreciate her for even coming on. Y'all make sure y'all go check her out. Plug her in at The Constant Chatter. As always, I'm Just Be Real. This is Just Be Real Com- Podcast. Uh, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. Peace and blessings, my people. Just be real out.